0: A path out of lockdown for Melbourne. A private school boy stirs the pot and a flashback from the past.
1: Hi, I'm Wendell Hussey and this is your Daily Berturter for the 25th of August. It's the middle of the week and I've got Clancy Overell joining me to run through all of the biggest stories. We're going to start off with one down in Melbourne. And Dan Andrews has come out to say that Victoria cannot learn to live with the virus until after his next election.
0: yes. speaking to us yesterday, the Victorian Premier said he's seen what taking an elimination strategy to an election has done for other state leaders around the country, and he's not prepared to be the only one left without a seat when the music stops. He said, I've got an election next year. Look what happened to Chairman Mark McGowan and Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk, I'm not going to miss out on that. So it's elimination of the Sydney Sneeze until the next election, and that's that.
1: There were lots of angry comments on that one, as you can probably understand. And we've got another virus story. A private schoolboy here in town has come out to reveal he reckons we should let this thing rip. He said, one death's a tragedy, a million is a statistic.
0: That's right, a recent old boy from one of our town's most exclusive and leafy schools has defeated his lefty opponents this week by quoting Joseph Stalin inside the main bar of a famous French Quarter watering hole. As he said, your lefty Jesus said it, not me. So that's checkmate, lefties. Anyway, we can beat this thing and you peasants need to learn that we can't hamstring the economy
1: forever. So it's time to open back up. Yes, he told them to remember who pays for their Centrelink. And we've got a bit of a different story now, it's a change of pace, it's a flashback. Remembering when Scotty visited his ancestral home in England while we were stuck here with no jabs.
0: Yes, simpler times. Yesterday we remembered that news story from roughly 12 to 13 weeks ago when the Prime Minister decided to avoid a national crisis by hopping on a plane to attend a World Leaders' Summit he wasn't invited to. And then, of course, taking time off from his gruelling schedule to hop around quaint little towns in Cornwall, UK. Trying to slip under the radar, the Prime Minister visited St. Kavien, where his ancestor William Roberts was born, and laid flowers for him in the churchyard. That's right... Laid flowers for an ancestor that was born hundreds of years ago in some shitty town at the bottom of England in the middle of a pandemic as the outbreak was spreading right across New South Wales. Very normal behaviour by the PM. Of course, he then returned and went into isolation for two weeks. In that time, he managed to lose his deputy prime minister and watched the two biggest cities in the country go into lockdown while he could do nothing from inside the lodge.
1: Ah, take me back. How good. And our soundbite of the day is from Scott Morrison as well. He said this on Breakfast TV yesterday.
0: You know, it's like that movie in The Croods. People wanted to stay in the cave. Some wanted to stay in the cave. And that young girl, she wanted to go out and and live again and deal with the challenges of living in a different world. Well, COVID is a new, different world. And we need to get out there and live in it. We can't stay in the cave and we can get out of it safely. That's what the plan does.
1: You just meandered to an area I never in my life thought you would meander to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow, I wonder how many heads came together with that bit of gold. It certainly makes him look human.
1: Yeah, it was a shame Carl gave him a laugh for that one. Crudes. It was a very, very crude bit of marketing. Anyway, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks for your company. We'll be back again soon. Bye-bye.
0: Stay positive, everyone. Especially you in Sydney and Melbourne. It will get better. Hooray!